Hello and welcome to the Megan Taylor Creative Podcast, a show for entrepreneurs looking to grow their business with digital marketing. In this episode, I'll be talking about how to build a sales funnel completely from scratch. Let's get started. So in this episode of the Megan Taylor Creative Podcast, I just wanted to sit and talk about sales funnels because sales funnels are something that I'm very familiar with and I have quite a lot of experience building them, not just for my own business, but for other people's businesses as well. And one of the things that I was really frustrated about when I first started learning about sales funnels was how a lot of the content seemed to really overcomplicate what I actually felt was quite a simple concept to understand and I don't know if it's just because I had a background in sales and marketing so I kind of already had the fundamentals in place but at the end of the day it really is very simple the idea of the sales funnel and getting people to go down it and the more people go down it and the smaller it gets obviously there's going to be less people that come out of the other side so that was a really simple concept to me but there were so many sales funnels that had so many steps and I found a lot of it unnecessary so my aim for this episode is to really simplify it and demystify the sales funnel for beginners and small business owners looking to actually build a sales funnel for themselves so that they can generate more leads and ultimately acquire more customers and before we get on to the bulk of the episode I just wanted to say that I'm not feeling great I've got a really horrible kind of chesty cold so if I sound congested or if there's any noise issues I'm really sorry it seems like it's not gonna go away I've tried to record this podcast quite a few times already and I'm not having the best of luck with it so please bear with me but hopefully the actual content of the podcast will kind of make up for some of the production value. So yeah, let's just get straight into it. Before you can actually start building a sales funnel, you need to understand what it is. And as I said before, there's so many different definitions of a sales funnel. But simply put, it's just a tool that salespeople and marketers like to use to help them illustrate the entire buyer's journey. And it essentially pinpoints each touch point that a potential customer might have before they get to actually buying from you. But also more advanced and experienced marketers will also include some kind of retention aspect in their sales funnel as well because they understand that customer loyalty is really important and so they need to make sure that they're retaining a certain portion of their customers to help their business grow. So that's how I would define a sales funnel in its simplest form and now that we understand that let's look at the first step to actually building one. So the first step to actually building a sales funnel is kind of a step because a sales funnel it focuses on all the touch points that your audience are going to encounter when they interact with your company and they go through the buyer's journey whether they become a paying customer or not and this step is really important especially for new businesses who are maybe frustrated with the fact that they don't have as much awareness or traction I find that a lot of the time 
time, it's because they haven't strategically thought about how they're actually going to get people to basically look at their business, to go to their website. And the way to do that is to create a traffic strategy. And I'm not going to go too much into creating a traffic strategy because I have done an episode on how to get more website traffic, which talks about my process for that. But simply put, it is just your method for bringing more people to your business. I like to compare it to brick and mortar stores. You know, they have the luxury of having genuine foot traffic. Not always. Obviously, there's certain places where there's not going to be a lot of foot traffic and that's when maybe brick and mortar stores struggle. But generally speaking, they will have some level of foot traffic. We don't have that automatically. We have to work really hard to actually build that for ourselves. And that's where a lot of the digital marketing channels come in to help us so with seo for example that could be a traffic strategy in itself leveraging google or other search engines like firefox or yahoo and you're going to take some of their users and draw them to your website through creating interesting and educational content so yeah that would be my first step and if you want to learn more about that i would really go and listen to that episode which i will link in the description box below. So now that you understand the importance of having a traffic strategy, let's look at the second step to creating a sales funnel, which is to build a landing page. Now, landing pages, from my experience, can either be created very easily or they can be one big mess and they can just not do what they're supposed to do. I think the definition of a landing page has been kind of misunderstood over the years and it's not a pillar page, it's not a piece of short-form content, it's its own page separate from any blogs or anything like that and it has one specific goal which is to get your customer to take a specific action and your landing page needs to be built around the action that you want your customer to take and with this in mind your copy needs to guide them naturally down that route but also with your copy you need to make sure that your actual content design encourage the user to get further and further down the landing page until they reach the bottom which is ultimately the most important place because that's where that button or form is going to be that will send the customer down the sales funnel which is ultimately what you want and what your landing page actually does will entirely depend on your business and your goals nine times out of ten a landing page for a sales funnel will have some kind of opt-in form where your customer can subscribe to your newsletter and they'll receive marketing emails over the next couple of weeks to try and nurture them. In exchange to actually get them to do that, you need them to A, understand the fact that they have a problem, so your copy needs to express that to them. But also you need to have some kind of value exchange and that's obviously where lead magnets come in and again, whatever lead magnet you have will depend on your business. So I know an automatic thing to do for small businesses is to create 
create an ebook, but that might not be right for your business and what your customers are looking for. You might actually want to give them downloadables or worksheets or something like that, that they can actually actively work through to help them get one step closer to solving the problem. So before you actually create your landing page, you need to know exactly what it is that you're actually going to offer them in exchange for their information because modern day buyers are not as willing to give up their information anymore and rightly so. I think that modern day customers are much more aware of how small businesses might use their data or misuse their data. Particularly the bigger enterprises are very guilty of this and uh, we should treat our customers with care and their data with care too. So make sure that whatever form or opt-in link you have on your landing page that you specify exactly what it is that you do with their data if you have any cookies as well it's great to have like a banner that actually says that your site uses cookies and your user can opt in for that as well i know for example with squarespace which is the website build that i use i know that they allow you to just basically put on a cookies bar automatically for new users which is great so now that we have looked at landing pages, let's take a look at how you're going to actually nurture your prospects. And nurturing prospects is perhaps one of the most important aspects of your sales funnel. It's something that a lot of people that are new to marketing and new to sales overlook because they feel like once they've got that actual prospect, then you don't really need to do any more work. And that's not true. The modern day buyer is bombarded by so many other advertisements and there's so much competition just because they're interested in learning about your brand doesn't mean that they're also learning about your competitors simultaneously and considering different options and you need to make sure that your content and your nurturing strategy actually accounts for the fact that your customer is going to be looking at other prospects and that's something that you can do as you know nurture your leads so the most obvious way to nurture leads is normally through email marketing email marketing is a very intimate form of marketing you can do some really clever community building stuff with your email marketing strategy and you can actually make it feel very exclusive. I mean, if you use that as part of your marketing to actually get people to opt in in the first place, the exclusivity of your mailing list alone can often be a big draw for people to actually opt in. So make sure when you're thinking about your email marketing, you need to think about how you can use it to build a community and to build a fan base, if you will. I hate using that term because I don't feel like it's relevant for a lot of small business owners but build fan base of people who actually want to know more about your product and will every time you release a new product they'll be on the waiting lists and they'll be looking out for it and by that point you've got ready to buy customers who then you don't need to do that much work for but in order to actually get to that point of having a mailing list of ready to buy customers you do need to nurture them and you can do that with welcome sequences so you can make them feel really welcome into your community you can continue to offer exclusive content every week, every month. However, often you can actually deliver that content and you can just keep providing them educational or entertaining emails that really help them get one step closer to actually solving their issues. So yeah, that's how I would nurture my leads to lead them closer to the next step.
Okay, so you've worked on nurturing your leads. Now what? Well, it's time to actually close some deals. And this is really intimidating for a lot of small business owners because they don't necessarily have the skills to be able to actually close sales and get new customers. It can be something that we all have like some limiting beliefs around sales. And I think a lot of that comes from bad experiences where we ourselves have maybe felt pushed but at the end of the day your business is supposed to help your customer and if you genuinely feel like your product or service is going to help your customers in some way then you're going to want to tell them about it and the way you do that is by offering free sales calls free consultations creating more decision stage content that looks at your product or service in depth and shows your buyers real life examples of how you have helped to transform someone and make sure that the examples that you give represent your ideal customers that way you'll know that that's going to appeal to the people that you're really trying to target you also need to consider following up with prospects as well i hate following up with people i don't like feeling like a nuisance but i've come to learn that it's just something that i'm going to have to do as a business owner and i've gotten better at actually doing it over the years as in better at remembering to do it it still makes me uncomfortable but a lot of the time if you know you've had a sales call and the prospect hasn't followed up with you it may just be because they've forgotten or because there's like a genuine reason why and they still want to get in touch but it's good to know because then you can keep track of these leads and know whether you need to do a bit more work whether that person is out completely or whether they just need a little bit more time and maybe you need to kind of nurture them a bit more so keep them on your email list keep marketing to them and just make sure that you're always kind of in the forefront of your prospects minds the last step to building a sales funnel is to actually keep optimizing and when you're optimizing your sales funnel you want to look at this process from the retention perspective in other words you want to make sure that you're building a sales funnel that is going to bring back repeat customers and that's where optimization comes in it's not just about plugging in any holes where you know customers are dropping off that is part of it and if you are noticing drop-offs in specific places then you will actually want to fix that and do something about that so for example if you're completely new to marketing and business in general and you're noticing that your offering on your landing page isn't actually bringing in that many leads then that's a sign that you need to reconsider your traffic strategy or you actually need to reconsider your lead magnet but make sure that when you're looking at this process you're really thinking about okay how can I position myself as the brand that people go to for when they need this thing and then how can I continue to market to someone how can I recycle a lot of what's already in my sales funnel, a lot of what's in my content mix and keep bringing people back so that I can continue to build my business. And again, this is something that's very hard to do and it does take time and practice because you may think that you know your target audience in the beginning, but the more you market yourself, the more you may realise that actually your target audience is someone completely different. And so you need to completely readjust your sales funnel and your marketing strategy as a whole so that it appeals to that specific customer.
So yeah, that's it. That's everything. I really hope that you found this episode really useful and that you can use the tips that I've given to you to actually build your own sales funnel that is going to help you grow your business and acquire more customers. I am still kind of trying to figure everything out in a sense of what it actually means to create a sales funnel that works for a full service content marketing agency. This stuff just takes time and it takes practice and over the years you'll learn what works and what doesn't and how to continue to retain customers which is ultimately our main goals so yeah if you enjoyed this episode please like this video on youtube and subscribe to our youtube channel so that you can stay up to date with the podcast thank you so much for listening i hope that the the sound wasn't too bad and that it came out okay in the end but we shall see and as always i will speak to you next week bye